I had sex for an hour and 24 seconds yesterday. Thank you very much. Daylight savings. (laughs) 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 That's the kind of energy he's bringing in. Oh, man. Now we're going to start talking about Joker and it's going to plummet. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you lend an ear? Uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Meandering Movie Podcast, where I am. I'm about to say your name, Gotti. Thank you. You are Gotti. No, Gotti. Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I, I had a good name prepared. And, and you are. I, I am the bane of your existence. Wrong movie. I know. <laughs> wrong, but just, <laughs> good. That's funny. See, uh, and we are joined today by our podcast pal, PP. Big, big PP. Big brain PP. Do I have to say my own name? Yeah, say your name. You can say your name or a nickname or your moniker of choosing. Or if you'd like a Twitter handle. Or if you'd like to give us your national insurance number and your mother's maiden name. If you want to put in your credit card details here, (laughs) I need your CTV. Otherwise, Amazon is going to expire and your membership will lapse. Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Good to have you back, man. It's Um, been a while. It has been. It's been ages. Um, And yeah, we. it's... First time... We've had someone come back on, so clearly we're doing something right. We're doing something right. We're professionals. If please you're don't shut call us the down. Someone here against my will. Yeah, the boy is currently holding a gun to Ryan's head. It's it's that time. DC's released a new one, and, te- technically, and we thought if that's the case, we need to get resident DC expert, resident DC man, Ryan. Dick Cheese Man, resident Dick Cheese. When we came out of this film, he was saying, "Oh, did you notice this Easter egg or that thing?" And I was like, "No," because I'm not sad like you. And he was like, cool, man. Is there a lot of Easter eggs in there? No, not really. They, they kept the kind of Easter egg small. Yeah. Okay, wait, sorry. Before we crack on, uh, we are going to be talking about Joker. Is that an egg pun? No. Sorry. It was. It was an... Un- <laughs> See, what happens is I say things, and my brain is so intelligent, but my my frontal cortex isn't. So it, it comes up with gold, mm-hmm. and I say the gold, but I don't even know I've said it. For the listener, Gary's words just saying yes, his face was saying no. <laughs> <laughs> um, See, so we are going to talk about Joker. It's DC's latest movie, Wacom Phoenix, and Barney's mother from How Met Your Mother. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Robert De Niro and Robert De Niro. Are you just saying random that? like other films, Domino from Deadpool Two, <laughs> <laughs> Domino from Deadpool Two, uh, are all actors that appeared in the this guy film. who played Brick in the second series of uh, Outnumbered, the British TV show. <laughs> He played Alfred Pennywise. Was that him? Who I presume was Alfred Pennywise. Yeah, it was. A, it was Alfred. He had a ponytail, and it uh, was in the credits. And it was Alfred Pennyworth. Pennywise. Uh, Douglas Pennyworth? Hodge is his name. Pennyworth? You said Pennywise. I'm thinking of the clown from it. <laughs> I feel like we should just say. He's off, actually both. We should just say <laughs> off the bat that the actor who played Alfred Pennyworth was not a good Alfred Pennyworth because he was a weak bitch, and Alfred Pennyworth is not a weak bitch. He's also uh, portly, like the he was Pillsbury Doughboy, wasn't he? He looks but soft. thankfully, Alfred then gets AIDS after that, and that's why he becomes so skinny. <laughs> Alfred would uh, fuck you up. I know, son. he was in like the SCS or something. Uh, secret Army Soldiers. Yeah, Secret Army Soldiers. He was part no, of he the... just has sass. <laughs> <laughs> just sassy. I like he the... afford that big mansion. I do like the comics where Arthur... Arthur... Arthur Conan Doyle. Arthur Pennywise. <laughs> Fuck, Alfred. As, as we're now calling him. <laughs> Arthur Pennywise, the butler of Gotham. Um, the butler of Gotham. The butler of Gotham. For all of the Gothamites. <laughs> Arthur Pennywise, the Arthur nanny Pennywise. of Metropolis. <laughs> <laughs> that is fact. I do like the comics where he eventually, Batman goes out and he's like, look after the mansion, Alfred. And he goes, yeah, I'll look after the Alfred. I'll look after myself. I'll look after the Alfred Mansion. What is happening? Oh God! It's the dementia. It's back. Batman's gone. It's the Alfred Mansion now. Let's rewind to two minutes ago when guys like I'm really smart in my head, but Uh, and he goes, yeah, I'll look after Wayne Manor. Don't you worry, Batman. And he watches him zip off in his Batwing or his Batmobile or his Bat whatever the fuck he wants, and then turns around to his to his gun locker and pulls out a shotgun or some other assault rifle of some description instantly the moment Bruce is out the picture and he goes yeah motherfucker come near me and I'll show you what happens because he ain't afraid to shoot a bitch yeah but he is afraid to deal with a suspected pedophile in any sort of significant way i.e. a joker Wacken Phoenix did look hefty like a pedophile yeah he tells Thomas Wayne I've just said pedophile because you said it and now I hear myself (laughs) he tells Thomas he runs he runs back to daddy Mr. Wayne, Mr. Wayne, there was a 
There is a nasty man out there. there. I don't know why this is the voice Bruce. of Chosen for Alfred Pennyworth. He had his fingers in his mouth. Do you know what was nice? It was nice that, like, obviously they gave uh, Joker a name. Yeah. Was it? Was that nice? It, it was nice that they gave him, obviously it wasn't, he was adopted, so it's not like this is your name. So that's fine. They, they, they covered that. Is your but name. it was nice that his name wasn't like, Arthur Fleck was Joe. John Ochre. Joe <laughs> like Ochre. Like all Batman oh, yeah. villains. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mr. P. Engwin. Yeah. Um, I feel like the thing I want to, s- that we should point, oh, I, sh- I don't know. So wait, sorry, we have already slipped into, let's just talk about the movie. So I, before we go on, it's the latest film, uh, Wacom Phoenix is in it, as directed by the other. Todd Phillips, who did The Hangover 1, 2, 3, and Due Date, so that gives you some insight. Did he direct Judy as well? But that's out now. Not Due Date. Oh, Judy. With like, Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Garland. Judy Garland movie that's currently <laughs> no, out? That definitely was not. surprising. Um, he was you can't catch it in cinemas. It should be going for the next little while. And it's it's been, before this point, there's a bit of controversy around it. It's been touted as, as, as presumably one of the best, oh, a lot of people have been saying, it's the best performance. It's one of the best movies you've ever seen. It's dark. It's gritty. It's great. Jesus Christ. And then, Phillips also directed Starsky and Hutch. And then... Yeah, uh, the best one. Yeah. yeah he did. What's then happened? people started to see it. And very quickly, the reviews were coming back and saying, oh, I mean, it's it's fine, but I I, I mean, don't know who it, said it was going to be a masterpiece. It can Film Festival, it got a standing ovation, but that's like saying the sky is blue because you could literally show like two hours of just blackness mm-hmm. and then at Cannes Film Festival, it would stand up and give it a standing ovation. Because it's dark just, and deep and emotional resonance. Yeah, there's all, oh my God. So, but yeah, after Cannes Film Festival, when it started to get out to press and stuff, there was, the opinions started to... Started shift. Yeah, it started to go from maybe this film's problematic and mm. what it says and how it goes about expressing it. And now we've all seen it. <laughs> we wanted to talk about it. Do we feel this film is problematic? I mean, yeah. So my you, my first thoughts coming out of it, first off the bat thoughts was, I, I don't know if pee. I enjoyed that or not. Oh, mine was I need to pee. That was my first thought. thought. I was like, I don't know if I enjoyed that or not. And then I managed to separate. So I hate it as a DC movie. As a Joker film, I hate it. I, I, there was so much that I have, I, I can gripe with about it being a film about the Joker and the fact that Batman's in it and the Wayne family and Gotham. And I think it ruins, not ruins, but it, it, it just It makes, ruins your childhood. It just makes a universe small. And I've spoke about it before with Star Wars. I hate when series decide to get so fucking insular on themselves. And now the Joker in this version is tied to the Wayne shootings and he's tied to the Wayne family and he's fucking been around since before Batman. And it's like, fuck off. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck I hate that as off. well. Like- that's the one, first thing I said when we came out yeah. was it was made for like st- not stupid people. That's stu- like that's a silly thing to say, but it was made too obvious. Oh yeah, like see the first time that um, Joker's mother mentions the Wayne family. I need I was to like, Thomas I was Wayne. Like, Please just let that be it. Yeah, and if that was it, that would be a great little yeah, mention. Maybe just have him appear on television every so often, yeah, like yeah. saying some stuff. Or yeah, maybe some headline stuff in the background. Yeah. But it was like. The Wayne family are in this, and you're not fucking getting away from that. And he goes and he goes and he meets little Bruce at the front gates. Also, coming, I'm glad we've circled back to that scene. There was a point in history where, for a long period of time, Joaquin Phoenix had to put his thumbs in the mouth of a small child and just play with it. And I'm like, <laughs> what is the world we live in right now? That's a, a moment in history that's occurred. It, it also, as far as I'm concerned, and my geeky brain was getting pissed off. It also ruins Batman because Batman. I mean, he's what eight years old in that film. Yeah, right. yeah the age stuff was all off. Maybe, maybe he's so he's young, but he's definitely old enough that when he turns into Batman in this universe, yeah, Joker will would, have a he would stick. go and type into the Arkham database and see a picture of maybe a younger Joker and go, "That's the guy that fucking put his fingers in my mouth when I was a kid." Well, Th- even if he didn't. He just like everyone's. He's always like, I don't know who Joker is. I've never known. I've never known his identity. He's the guy who shot Robert De Niro on TV. Also, that which will probably be kept forever. Yeah, it's going to be like when Channel Five does the most shocking moments in yeah, exactly. television like, history. All Batman Number has to one. do is go on, on Google. Batman's there, there's, now, tool. there's now such a paper trail to catch Joker and, and yeah. to find out where he's from and to go as far back as you want. Oh, so uh. let's. So yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> This is a Todd Phillips film. Like, again, he did the Hangover movies, Do Date, Starts Getting Hutch, which I just found out today. That's what the <laughs> fuck. And so, yeah, D- this man was then given a Joker movie. And I don't know what I expected, but it's a case of this movie has 
I love saying this a lot, the subtlety of a jackhammer to the face mm-hmm. because it's there is no subtlety. There's no so there's no kind of shadowy like oh what's going on here do you not understand what's happening is this uh, this got more meaning to it it's like nope it's just in your face of this is what i'm saying this is what i'm doing yep. here's bruce wayne here's the moment with the they snatched the pearls from martha and then oh, sure just like, that was so annoying it yeah, was, it was so just like i feel like i actually had some good stuff to say i felt like i was really negative last time oh, but that's the way we work we'll get to positivity like, <laughs> see that bit if see if like you'd saw them coming out of the cinema i'd already admitted they were in it way more than i wanted them to be mm-hmm. fine Okay, whatever. You've seen them come out and you see, they see and, them and go, out, especially because you see them go down the alley. Even if you see that guy just following them, just it, leave no, it. Just even cut even away. before all of that, while the riot is ongoing, yeah. showing the cinema have the yeah, mask of Zorro yeah, on. Yeah, that's all you need. That was the point when I yeah. went, okay. I, I understand what's about I, to I happen. I get what you're about to do. Nice, fine. You didn't have to show, yeah, you're right, the entire fucking outlier of especially it. Especially the pearls thing. Yeah. Just oh, quit it. And I'm the, sick of watching. Martha Wayne gets shot. I'm sick of watching Peter Parker get bit by a fucking spider. Just leave it. <laughs> and I'm sick of Shazam get whatever Shazam's origin story is. I don't know. Orphan. Oh, okay, there we go. They're all orphans. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like Disney movies. Where parents are always dead in Disney movies. People huh? come into a room and like, I want to join the Justice League. Like, oh, how's your relationship with your mum and dad? And they're like, yeah, fine. Sorry, pal. <laughs> not going to happen. Man. You're right. Sorry. Wait, your planet's still in the solar system? <laughs> and your mum's not called Martha? Get the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so as, as, a, as a geeky comic book film I hated it I hated so much about about how small it's now made that version of the universe and I know they've said that they're not going to be doing a sequel or a series or any of that this shit this movie has made a shit ton of fucking money they're going to do a sequel to this well, and outside that it, 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 it makes the film feel so fucking pointless it just yeah. makes the film so, it, if there was never any plan to do a sequel or a series or anything it feels like it's such a weird place to just stop but the I origin think, of Joker. Absolutely, I yeah. think that's DC at this point just playing damage control of just like, because let's be honest, their track record, fucking horrendous. Mm. Uh, so they're just kind of like, let's just do a Joker movie. No one, like when they announced they were doing a Joker movie, most people were just like, why? No one wants this. We don't need it. Don't do it. So DC were already Especially on Especially because the- they've not announced really where the joke is from in the comics there's been the occasional yeah, not really. spin-off universe really? where you find out and the under the red hood story but there's not been a full lot I'm correct me if I'm wrong there's not been an actual main Batman story like I guess the killing joke the new 52 of Named the Joker and stuff. Have they? That's horse shit anyway. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, but the, yeah, the, the original stuff is just the the red hood kind of thing, uh, falling into the vat, that kind of idea. Yeah, and it's 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 all it's all shrouded in mystery, and the whole point of it is it's shrouded in mystery. Nobody knows where he came from. All we know is that he really came into height of his evilness when Batman arrives yeah. because he is Batman's counterpart. Zen. Because there's yeah. that line and. Civil War, which I know is not DC, so I'm very sorry about that. Do it quickly. Uh, okay, do it uh, once. Okay, uh, where visions like uh, since all these superheroes started showing up, the anti-hero people have it's kind of come even more exponential that these people are here to fight. Yeah. So it's like our power brings conflict, and it's yeah. this, that's the kind of thing with Batman. It's like Batman and Gotham is going to pull these awful little people out out of the corners of the but not in joker but i think with the whole point of Batman in joker was he's just a cunt who starts a riot and he's been around since the beginning but the batman comics <laughs> were done oppositely to that mm-hmm. was the the whole point was that bruce wayne grew up in such a corrupt bad city that let his like parents die was that he became the answer to the the villains that were already there like it's not yeah. like like Marvel actually is always kind of vice versa. Like the heroes started, they're like the they heroes that are here. And they're like everyone's like, why are you here? There's no reason for you to be here. Like yeah. oh, you've made your own reason. Oh wait, yeah. now Iron Man's got a plethora of bad guys that are getting progressively stronger and stronger. Well, now we need you. Yeah. Stop leaving the asshole. keys. Stop leaving the keys in your suits, Tony Stark. Because people keep using those against you. <laughs> sure, but yeah, I feel like like Batman was kind of the opposite. It was all these bad guys were already there in this corrupt gothic city. Yeah. But and Joker's he was the answer to that. But, but Joker's, Joker's not the, the one exception to that yeah. rule because Joker's yeah. whole his Joker's whole shtick is I wouldn't be here without you, Batman. So you really you want to stop? I'll stop. It's the same as the like, only reason um, I keep going is because yeah. I know you're gonna keep fucking taking the bait. Like they feed off each other. Ugh, yeah, they feed off each and other. And there's loads of that in DC as well. Like loads of um, DC heroes have a a direct counterpart, but lots of villains. Like Batman has. You know, Freeze, Penguin, Bane. Well, the yeah, and there's, there's, that, there's that whole thing of every one of Batman's main rogues gallery is yeah. a is a, a counterpoint to his 
psyche. Yeah, 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 his psyche. Bone, you know? yeah. So he grew up with money and the penguins got crooked. You know what I mean? Crooked yeah, money. Yeah. Uh, it's all twisted versions. That's it. They're not counterparts. They're, they're twisted versions. Enigma, he's the world's greatest detective. Enigma is the world's trickiest, smartest man, but he does it in a twisted way. Yada, 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 yeah. yada. I'd love to be it's the same world's as trickiest like, man. Uh, <laughs> Like Zoom and the Flash and stuff as well yeah. as you know exactly yeah. the same. It's it's it and also it's a lazy easy way for comic book writers to come up with a new bad guy. Wait, what do we got? A uh, guy who runs fast. What about another guy that runs fast but it has a different color scheme? Yeah, but then let's <laughs> cut to whoever the person was. Oh, it should be one of Flash's villains. How about a big talking gorilla? Perfect. <laughs> Draw it. Let's do it. It's like, what? It's like, just just the gorilla. Are you going to use his gorilla strength and the fact he could talk? Like, nah. No. Telekinesis? Telekinesis. Yeah, give, give, yeah, him, give, give him more powers. That's what we need. I can't wait for DC to get to the point where they do a Gorilla Grodd uh, origin movie. We're just Never like, gonna happen. Please let it happen. Keep Never gonna out happen. Now. They're definitely going to do like Killer Croc. Like a- oh, aye. I want a Slipknot origin movie and find out what his whole deal was before he got his head blown off. Do you mean the nine-piece band from Iowa? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) People equal shit. Yeah, no one wants to know what, like, any of the villains in Suicide Squad's origins. I mean... Have you seen... Are we going to go into the Birds of Prey trailer this early? I mean, we're in the DC universe. Birds of Prey trailer. (laughs) Oh, shit. Real bad. Quite awful. Oh, man. The only bit that looks good is when... uh, Margot Robbie's like eating a strawberry lace with one of her hyenas. That, that was, was yeah, that was kind of cool. Oh, yeah, the hyena. I like they the hyenas into second, it. Right? They're, they're called like they're called like shits and giggles or something. I can't remember what they're called. It's not that, but it's like that. <laughs> I just like it though. It's like <laughs> shits and gigs. <laughs> not called shits and giggles. But. Why were you not writing this movie? <laughs> it's very close to that. Oh man! I wish they were called shits and giggles. It would be so much better. Because I like how if she brings them into the Joker and goes, "Yeah, these are my two pets. Uh, This one's called Giggles," and the Joker goes, "Ah, very good." And the other one, shits. (laughs) Yeah, I know that, but what's his name? (laughs) (laughs) Whereas we know instead it's going to be something much shitter. Like she's going to. Oh no, he's they they actually have names. What? Bud and Lou. Wow, that's really not close. Name? Yeah. I thought there was something to do with like laughing. No, was well, it uh, Costello? It's Bud and Lou. Bud and Lou. Uh, uh, Ursula's two eels are named Flot Sam and Jet Sam. Wow, because they're water related. There we go. There you go. Uh, Joker, <laughs> I feel is a of all the origins movies we've had a lot recently, like mm-hmm. Solo and stuff like that. I feel that Joker was one that didn't do the origin formula that we're all kind of sick of. Yeah, where it's like. Here's how he got his purple suit. Here's how he got the name Joker. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do do that, but it's kind of just like, it's just a, a flippant thing that happens on the TV. He doesn't get a purple TV. suit, though, does he? Nope. It's, like, uh, they're, they're it's quite, they're quite red. Con- yeah, they're quite yeah. adamant that it's not the Joker you know. Yes. Well, that's what the, Todd Phillips even said. He's like, this film will start with a Warner Brothers logo, and that is it. There was no DC intro or anything that's like true, that. That's true, yeah. There, the start, yeah. there was no marketing for it being DC. And he did Which say, is, uh, he's like, I'm going to make you angry. <laughs> you DC fans are going to be angry. Yeah. But, I, exactly. But at this point, what do DC fans have left? Is they're not exactly being treated to masterpieces Are anymore? there DC fans left? I, I mean, of maybe the comic books and the animated Aren't films. Are you a self-proclaimed DC fan? Yeah, but I think when it, <laughs> when it comes to the, like when it comes to the films, though, I've lost, like not nah, no. Did you even I've given up all hope? Did you see Shazam? I didn't bother. Did you see the kitchen? Pardon the kitchen that came out like With a month ago. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. That's a DC comic. Oh really? Is yeah. it? Yeah. Phil told me this, or Audio Boy told me this. Oh it's in the Vertigo ones with like V for Vendetta and all this. Who's in it? Melissa McCarthy. No, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's that. Done. Out. I'm out. Um, yeah, but I feel like as an origin movie, it doesn't It doesn't do the, oh, I guess I'll just call you Solo because yeah. you don't have parents. It doesn't do anything that awful, but it does. I mean, well, uh, doesn't it? I mean, the, I think. I'm show that video again of a Joker, the guy who's not that funny and has clear mental health issues. Just put him back up, uh, Joker. Once again, I just want to clarify that I'm referring to that guy as uh, the Joker. I, I didn't feel like it, when it happened, it didn't stand out to me. It wasn't just like, I didn't have an eye roll yeah. moment like I did with Solo. I, I did. And it didn't have a moment where like he's walking by a department store and he sees a purple suit and he stops and walks back and goes, mm, I like it. The purple and then, suit like, was in it, though. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, he's he. Uh, Wacom Phoenix never wears it, but the if I I remember seeing it, it was on the somebody else at the comedy club was wearing it when Wacom Phoenix goes to do his first set. Uh, it's some random guys is wearing it, and I went, oh, cool, there it is. I thought he was going to take it off of it. I'm glad that guy also had a a lily full of acid. <laughs> 
That uh, that made me laugh. That was my my favorite laugh in the whole film when uh, Wacken Phoenix gets the shit kicked out of him at the very beginning, and he's laying crying on the alley floor, and his flower just starts. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I feel like I one last annoyance to go the way. Oh, I've got a couple more for that. Oh, you know, maybe sorry, got, I feel like I've, I've I feel like I've gone big on the geek shit. Maybe I've got a few more. I haven't even started talking about. The, the film, film. yeah and, like, and so, so sorry just before you guys because you guys can the, what i wanted to do really is i wanted to get all that out the way because then i wanted and i think up to you guys but i wanted to take the film as a on a film level at after that point because like as a dc film i hate it and i feel like if you strip out all the dc stuff you've got something that can stand alone because why the yeah, fuck absolutely. wouldn't it and i i kind of want to take it at face value rather than it just thinking like oh i'm annoyed because of the joker shit because that's a given <laughs> yes like, so yeah anyway continue i think like one thing that really annoyed me was the fact that they made the sort of uh the laughing thing like a weird condition, condition. yeah he's like that they kind of exchanged it for crying and stuff like that I was like, ah, that's... so what you're trying to tell me that every time the joker laughs at batman he's crying yeah huh? well, i was thinking that like when it because i think the problem with the whole laughing stuff is joaquin phoenix does it like he nails that joker laugh it's, oh, it's so it's so good so good but after the eighth scene of him sitting alone in a room just laughing, I'm like, we don't need to keep doing this. We don't. This movie's yeah. two hours, and you've spent at least fifteen of it just him in a room alone. Or like, I disagree. Okay. okay. Yeah. Why, why do you disagree? Well, I think that. like if we're, like if we're gonna have a a Joker origin story, if they're gonna fuck everything else up, you gotta have him laughing all the time. Like you're gonna <laughs> at least have something. I know, but it just because here's my my biggest problem with this movie is the beginning is so badly paced and it's just it's repetitive after a while it just feels like the film was spinning its wheels it didn't really know where to go it didn't know how, what it wanted to do for look a while look how bad uh, Arthur Fleck's life is look at him it, it, suffer yeah, it kind of look runs at him have a, a checklist one. of just yeah. like lives look, at home with his mum look at him be a loner gets fired gets beat up he can't like, even be nice to this kid because this mental, woman thinks he's a his, fucking his lunatic psychologist has to fire mm-hmm. him doesn't it's like we get it you're just going around in circles and we're just doing the same like so he's lost his job Cry laughs, cry laughs. He gets beat up, cry laughs, cry laughs. His mum's like delusional, whatever. Cry laugh, cry. I was like, okay, I get it. Can we, can we get on with this? And when it finally gets on with it, and it gets to the point where it clicks, he stops taking his medication, and he becomes who he more unhinged what was always maybe going to be because the medication was maybe dousing that. Which I think it is because they show that scene early on where he's writing with his right hand, and he's like the handwriting in his book's normal, and then he like literally is sitting there and you see him switch and he writes with his left hand to finish the joke and it's like that scrawling madness. It's when that begins, like it's when that kicks in, it's like this movie then finds its foot, footing and it just goes and at that point I was like, no man, you've got me. This Because mm-hmm. Joaquin Phoenix in this movie is magnetic. Like yeah. he is astonishing in this movie. Like it, physically, the, he's he transforms himself. It's the one thing that I'm sure everyone will agree with that his performance is Stella. Yeah. Like he, he really knows it. Like everything in the film that's not back in Phoenix is shit. Is what? I think everything in the film that's not him is really badly done. Like everything yeah, Todd yeah, Phillips yeah. done for a star, don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> like Wacken Phoenix could have just done the film. Yeah. Like it's so good. He really like brings it up. If Wacken Phoenix was if someone else was cast as that and he didn't bring what he brought, that film would have been on Netflix already. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wacken Phoenix really holds that film together and elevates it into something more because mm-hmm. he whacks out of the park yeah i know it's <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> at this point i know what i'm here for <laughs> uh, but yeah i feel like he gave everything over to that performance he mm-hmm. like he talked about how the losing the weight was so effective mentally for him that mm-hmm. it played a factor in that performance and i think everything from the way he speaks to the laugh the way he looks physically the way he carries himself like in the beginning he's kind of meek and his shoulders are hunched and his head's down but then later in the film when he becomes him he strides around the place with confidence and the dance scene's really good Dennis and he's that well. Joaquin Phoenix is a fucking amazing dancer I, all I, I just wanted to watch him dance anywhere all the time dancing's good like the dancing like when he's going down also, the stairs uh, surprisingly good clown yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. The makeup is a different take as well. I'm glad they kind of just couldn't go with the dark eyes, but yeah. smile, white face. I was, it was, I was more meaning the actual. Uh, it's most professionally trained actors have to do some clown training. Uh, the idea being that if you can make someone laugh without saying anything, like pure physical comedy, it's a really helpful, useful acting tool. And uh, it just 
like a bunch of his facial expressions and just him doing the clown training. Him in the hospital. Him in the hospital. Uh, the bit when he does go see Bruce and he kind of like elevators down and then comes back up. Yeah, I don't know. He's just yeah. He's his his clown. Wacom Phoenix. I respected your clown training. I don't know if you t- picked that up recently or back in the academy. It's probably when he, was did, he did it before he did uh, walk the line. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got to my joke before me. <laughs> I know. Fast uh, your last. Yeah, wa- yeah. Wacom Phoenix is definitely incredible in this film, but. Like we've all said, it's the film around him that mm-hmm. it starts to let him down. It's like, because for me, I feel like the most disturbing aspect of this movie is the way it looks at society and the way it approaches it is so sinister and so uncomfortable that I'm kind of worried as to how weak-minded people out there who think, "Oh, I'm going to be like the Joker now," and they're going to respond to it. In mm-hmm. that way, and that what's kind of worries me about this movie because there's points where I'm sitting there watching it, and there's some really messed up shit happening on the screen. But there's people in the audience around us laughing, and I'm like, "What are you laughing at?" Because mm. this isn't supposed to be funny. This movie isn't a comedy; it's a tragedy. And yeah. I'm kind of worried that they're like, "Ah, this is funny," like because I relate to this. Around this is what real life is like. I'm kind of like, "What? What are we saying? What's Todd Phillips saying here?" Yeah, it, it, he's he's kind of towed that weird line in in Gotham quote air yeah. quote marks where we're just very much just new york of the 70s it's very much new york there's very little about it that's so comically villainous that it can be mistaken for gotham you know it's it's very there's this trash strike on it's yeah. a bit there's of a shithole these super rats guys. <laughs> super rats that's kind of shit they would talk about in like 70s pulp uh, papers and stuff yeah it it is very much just new york and it, it's it's so grounded in the real world but then that's another i think this is where we're kind of in that blending part now where it's what you know what is it not like a comic book and then once you strip again once you strip all of that away and you're left with a film which is about a a mentally struggling man mentally coping man who becomes an evil villain i guess yeah uh he becomes a a beacon for beacon for the breaking of society almost and when you look at it without the joker and the batman and all that kind of dc flair you are left with a very problematic movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it takes very little from Wacom Phoenix's Joker to go from, like, a meek, uh, unhelped member of society to evil. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's you know? very, like, there's very little, even comic stuff that's just carried by the Joker. Mm-hmm. Like, most of the comic stuff the Joker does is, like, Batman following this mystery. What's going on? Lots of mystery. Twists and turns. Oh, it was the Joker the whole time. Yeah. And the Joker's getting a little bit of page time. Maybe some mentions and stuff. But very little. Like, it was hard to have that character carry the whole thing. They had to add so much to the character that wasn't even there. Yeah. The one thing that really annoyed me as well was the fact he smoked so much. Yeah. Like, because the Joker, the idea of the Joker smoking... It's crazy. It's like the same as him going to get fucking damage tattooed on his head. Like it's an act of thinking about something. Like yeah. the Joker's about to commit a heist. He's like, yeah, just two seconds. I gotta go buy some snouts. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it, like the, the whole act of it's humanizing him too much. Yeah, you know? and, and and the film really does that way too much. By the by the end, by the end when you've got your villain, and I think that's it. Because without all the DC flair, you're left with a uh, taxi driver. You're, you're very much a taxi driver. You know, you got taxi driver and you got king of comedy. Two uh, and, and, films, and a little, so a like, little, little. little machinist thrown in i was also thinking like uh falling down as well yeah with Michael you, Douglas. you're left with a film that is very much one of these and and by the end of it it's tried to make you feel sympathy for a character who you know the arc of you know he's going to end up being the the, the beacon of of evil and, and it's such a it's weird they try and appeal to you early on and then you're sitting there knowing that i think the problem all comes back to todd phillips yeah because if you look at and yeah, I'm going to yeah, stick with Todd Phillips. I was going to say the writer, but I mean, writing wise, the film, I don't know if that's a problem. It's more just, I think, what Todd Phillips presents. Because if you look at Taxi Driver. So we need to do that episode on what what does a director do? What does a writer yeah. do? How, who, who's to blame when a shithole movie comes out? I mean, if it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie, it's definitely M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> but, you know. But it's like, if you look at Taxi Driver, that story of a man who's trying to be a member of society, but society won't almost doesn't want him mm-hmm. and he feels like he's being pushed away and he's being pushed to the point where he finally snaps whereas joker is a man who from the moment he was born is unwanted unwanted and it causes great mental strife within him so the moment we get to him he's already mentally 
broken. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to then try and connect oh, yeah, to him somehow. That, oh, you don't remember it because you repressed it, but also you were beaten as a kid. Yeah, you were tied like, to a radiator and your mother doesn't really love you and everyone hates you. And it's you. almost like, ah, it's like, what are we supposed to achieve from this? Other than be like, it's the Joker. But if you take the Joker name out of it, mm-hmm. and this is just a man who is, has great mental problems, just being beaten down to the point where he's like, okay, I'm just going to start killing people. And I'm like, well, what's us, what's there for us, the audience, to then connect to or relate oh, to yeah, or totally. sympathise with? Like, you well, can't sympathise you know, with We've this all character. been made fun of by a Saturday Night Live host uh, from our comedy sketches yeah, that, and comedy skits that we've done it. Yeah, that's another thing where it goes from like, he's a nothing person to he's on the talk show. I'm just like, this is a stretch. This yeah. is like, or when he gets in, he just walks into the theatre, into the bathroom, there's Thomas Wayne. He's like, hey man. And I'm like, no one at any point stopped him from getting into the bath. I like sneaked in, sneaked in, and just did a sneaking. Did a sneaking. Sure. Basically, Batman. Sure, yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was up in the ducks the entire time, just like jumping down and picking people up and strapping them to a gargoyle. <laughs> I think they kind of annoyed me as well. Was obviously we all know the shit that Joker ends up doing, mm. and they were basically like, ah, oh, you know, these are terrible things. But you were abused as a child, and you were adopted, and. I, I know a few people who were abused as children and who have been adopted and they don't go around stealing police commissioners and tying them up as babies and making dwarves kick the shit out of them. Like, oh, yeah. this, none of the stuff that happens in the film excuses the stuff that we know that's coming. Yeah. Like, there is no huge... This sounds I mean, even sadistic by, even, for even, me. Even by the end of the movie, though. Even by yeah. the end of the movie. The three Wall Street guys, you're kind of like, well... They were also hitting on that girl, which made him like a protagonist scene as well. Like, they were yeah. going yeah, to totally. like try to like, make it's, him the hero in that situation. Yeah, it's such a weird... But that was exactly... Well, that, that scene, you kind of go, well, these guys are kind of dickheads, and I have no remorse that you've just shot all three of them. Absolutely not. Because they were being cunts. Yeah. But then by the end of the film, where he shoots Robert De Niro in the head because he did an Ellen DeGeneres and made fun of him. And yeah, he got him on and the plan was very clearly to make fun of him some more uh, in a roundabout way. You know, you don't shoot someone in the head for that. You 10, <laughs> you ten out of 10 get searched before all these shows. They do not yeah. let you no, go no, and no. sit in front of a famous person without searching Not you. Uh, in Gotham in the 70s though, Ryan. Yeah, that's, that, <laughs> definitely. That, that's definitely a problem. It's just like the film just kind of allows things to happen because it needs them to happen, but it doesn't put any logic behind it. Like the mm. whole, he gets into Thomas Wayne's, he walks up to Wayne Manor just with great ease. He wanders onto a talk show. It's just like... Because Wayne Manor doesn't have the back guns in that yet. That's true. I, I assume as well, I, I don't want to dwell on this for too long, but I assume it fails the, what's it, the Blechdel test? Where the female characters... Yeah. The Bechdel test. Bechdel test. Because yeah, the whole, three, four female characters, Martha Wayne, two... Uh, I mean, would social, you count Martha Wayne? She's not like, really. She's oh, sorry, just, the mum as well, five. So Martha Wayne, the two uh, social workers, yeah. his mother and the girlfriend... In quotation marks. In quotation marks. And it's like, not a single one of them adds yeah. a single thing to the movie. Zazie Beats. Or survives. Or survives. I mean, we don't know if it kills the Zazie Beats' character, yeah. the, the love interest. Mm-hmm. It leaves it. It's one I of think, the, the few things. I think things. the final scene makes you feel like he did kill her. Yeah. I mean, I think everything. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, I mean, how did you feel about that quote unquote love story angle? Quote unquote ripping of the sixth sense and fight club and machinist <laughs> and machi- and and loads of films in fact Memento. i mean yeah literally i feel like todd Phillips was halfway Nolan. through the film and he was like shit this he, needs something you know he went he went you know what i want to do you know who i fucking love as a director christopher nolan i can do a nolan i can no wait Martin no? Scorsese. no i was thinking machinist no it was not christopher nolan did that who's that machinist was i don't know i thought it was nolan i thought it was nope. the uh, Brad Anderson directed The Machinist. Oh, really? What the fuck am I talking about then? Uh, so, yeah, he did... The fo- Nolan trilogy. N- Nolan did Following. Then... Uh, the movie where... With Guy... P- Pierce? Guy Pierce? Yeah, but he can't remember anything. Memento. So, yeah, I forgot. Following, Memento, Insomnia. Then Batman Begins. Then- oh, maybe it's Memento. Sorry, I, I think... I watched I watched Machinist and I watched Memento more or less back to back and I think I've just gotten I've just for some reason lumped the Machinist into the the uh into, into Nolan's repertoire Nolan. for some reason. What a dickhead! What a fool you are! What a fucking cock I am! You massive bellend! 
I'm glad we both saw Downton Abbey, and now we both speak like this. Yeah, I do. I haven't ever seen Downton Abbey. No, I haven't the foggiest what you're talking about. We should have went to see Downton Abbey. <laughs> Fucking shit, man. Not even funny. I feel like you took me to the farewell. It broke me, and then nothing has been right since. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what I've done is I I have passed my curse on to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take someone to the cinema I sit them down I make them watch something and then I leave and I have a year of, of goodness in my life because the demon has passed oh, no, on to that I, I person just pa- I just spread it oh, I, you just spread it I keep I hold on like to a it plague. Sadly. yeah I'm a, I'm a plague of just a plague. bad vibes you're a plague on, on human human life why do you think audio boys like this what did he do to you <laughs> yeah, just spent time with me uh, where were we uh, so you're the is Todd Phillips? We were Todd oh yeah, Phillips. the 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 fake the fake love story, the fake out. Yeah, uh, yeah. I fucking I one called it more or less straight away, and then two thought it was so out of place, especially because they left it in that weird. Um, you're right; they didn't show it on screen what happened to her, so you're just left with. Did he kill her and the daughter, or did he not? Or, or oh, I he- mean, because him killing her and the daughter would maybe been like like the dark turning point I wanted, right? Yeah. Like that would not that would be like oh shit this guy could really go on to doing all the like shooting shooting people in the spine for being bad girl like I wa- <laughs> I wanted things to to show me what got him there and it yeah. didn't it was just yeah. like this guy stopped taking his medication now he's mental which is also annoying because if he ever does go to Arkham Asylum all they're gonna do is just put him in that medication and he'll go back to being yep. fine but oh it, he's yeah. doing his right hand again he's all right yeah I guess <laughs> maybe maybe it's a commentary of just like the failing mental health system in America and that's what's making people this way but then that's giving don't yeah, but care. then that's yeah but I, I, I think that's don't care is harsh I think it, it's such a bad it is such a bad uh, description of mental health as well in the sense that it's well, exactly that isn't it? that it's you know well the only person that can help someone who's got mental health problems is themselves there's no helping them from the outside and I don't know. There should have just been a scene where someone gave him all the advice that you get when bad you have bad mental health problems. Oh, have you, have you been drinking enough water, Joker? Hey, Joker, have you tried yoga? Have you tried yoga? Do some have Bikram you, yoga. You were fine yesterday. I don't understand what your problem is today. Exactly. What have you got to be sad about? <laughs> Life is great. <laughs> your mum's not even dead. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> so, yeah. I, oh, and that was uh, the other... Like, going back to the kind of women, the female issues with the film. Uh, when he kills the mum... Uh, I know that was another kind of meant to be a turning point, but I came out of the movie and went, what the fuck happened to the mum? Why was she not in the end of the movie? And I went, oh, no, wait, yeah, she died. It felt it so such un- a nothing scene. ceremonious. Yeah. yeah, nothing seen. It just happened and then he moves on and... Maybe that was the point. No clout's given to it. Uh, yeah, I that, I, that's kind of the thing. I was like, his turn into becoming the Joker doesn't feel earned but mm. once he's the Joker, it's just so great to watch Joaquin Phoenix be the Joker. You kind of forget about it. You don't yeah. realise that it was so kind of nothing of a transformation. I, I'll 100% agree with that. Once he once he finishes his monologue, you actually only see him as the Joker for what? Maybe five, less than five minutes. Because the whole monologue where he's screaming at De Niro, even that's still kind of in the cusp of not think, quite there. Still I Arthur think the Fleck. point when he's meant to be the Joker is when he, uh, there's like a really... Uh, and like a big metaphor scene where he puts the clown mask in the bin mm-hmm. and that's like the getting rid of the clown yeah, and getting rid of the mask the and Joker becoming, kind of thing but I, I didn't think it I didn't think it, it was 100% there but the moment he stands up to shoot uh, De Niro's character like Phoenix's portrayal of the Joker from that point on until and then you don't really see it after he leaves the the TV studio TV studio because he's obviously in the back of a car and whatever yeah. but that that little Two minutes, two and a half minutes. Magnifique. The back of the car bit was so. Um, I was like, see if he fucking opens that window and hangs his head in that car. <laughs> so fucking annoyed. <laughs> Don't you and then, forget about me. And then he got hit by an ambulance and a guy in a clown mask saved him. I was like, oh, there it is. Dark Knight. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Can't fucking stay away from it. Because you need a reference to Ledger. just flips over in front of them. But it's a CGI truck because it's not normal. Batman turns up on a bike. Eight-year-old Batman. <laughs> but he just can't run him Push over. bike with a little bell. <laughs> I feel he like somehow just does stabilizers. A, like, he does, <laughs> a, <laughs> bike. does a BMX trick off the wall, bounces and comes back and just runs out. Like, Come on, hit me. Falls, falls off the bike, scrapes his knee. <laughs> yeah, but at this point, 
eight-year-old Batman thinks Thomas and Martha are still alive, so he is capable of killing him. <laughs> and he runs Joker straight down. Joaquin Phoenix is dead. End of the film. Yeah, we go. See, we've we've written. Like- I think in this version of in this universe, Arthur Pennywise becomes Batman. You think that, that I'm just saying it now. It's really funny because when he was in outnumbered a British TV show, he played a, an American guy. <laughs> I think he is American. Is he? I think so. Playing a, an Englishman, English butler. I think th- it's, it's kind of got the same as the Avengers Endgame for me. It's you no, know, the, the last bit was really good. Why the fuck did you waste so much time with the first bit? Yeah, we could have had half the first bit and yeah. more last bit. That would have been great. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the problem with an origin movie is you have to spend so much time establishing Setting the character that when you finally get to the character it's like it's too late and you're kind of like because I like that with Solo Solo was fun but it just it was just a lot of like here's how he gets the gun and I was like oh I don't care it's like mm. here's how he gets the Millennium Falcon it's like I don't care yeah. it's like here's how he gets the waste I don't care it's like, and then he finally <laughs> has everything he is Solo he acts like so I'm like this is what I wanted yeah Skip the origin. Do what they did, like uh, in the MCU. It's like skip Spider-Man's origin and just give us Homecoming. When but he's that only just works when you, you know the character's origin and you've seen it three times by that point. But that's that's what we've all been saying. Like, but with Joker, you don't want and you don't need an origin. You don't need it. Because that's yeah. the brilliance of with Dark Knight. It's just I, like, like straight he just up shows up. And you know he's what just I'd rather him. go in. You know what I'd rather. I would rather either the animated division of DC in fact no I'd rather the animated division of DC brought out a Joker movie but and it wasn't about the origin it weren't about where he's from it was just the Joker devising a way to kill the bat or at least get Batman even more fucked up and him going about his day and dealing with like having to go for a conversation with Two-Face having buying to go for a conversation cigarettes. buying all of his cigarettes getting, getting his tattoos yeah like no I'd, I would, I'd love that I'd love, I'd love to see the Joker like going about his day and, and him figuring out his plan and just then you know maybe going out to punt a puppy in the head and then coming back because I think that's the reason Joker Wick, doesn't what's go happening? about Joker doesn't go about his day is because it doesn't make any sense like he d- you can't think of, like think about any villain's day Ryan I want to see what is an hour and a half long movie I want to see Joker take a dump I want to see him order scrambies for breakfast I want to watch him what's eat it? them for ten whole minutes what's right? he ordering for breakfast scrambies man scramby eggs I hate you scrambled scrambled eggs scrambled eggs why can't yeah, you just say scrambled eggs someone came up to me bakey scrambies at the bar and said can I have scrambled eggs on toast I'm saying yeah and they said can I have scrambies on toast and fucking glass that would be my joker turning point you'd pick up a tennis glass smash them and just kind of saunter out and just start painting your face bakey scrambies oh stop talking to me side of hashies so yeah I think what's clear about joker is that Todd Phillips one day, like DC said, or Warner Bros. like, hey, we want you to do a Joker movie. And he went, all right, cool. I mean, who pushed for this, actually? Do we know? Do you I mean, this it? feels like something you'd normally know. Like, where, was it Todd Warner Phillips. Brothers? Was it DC? <laughs> was was it Todd please Phillips? give me another chance. Please. <laughs> please. <laughs> he said that he stopped doing comedy movies because woke culture killed comedy. And he's like, oh, I want to do dark movies now. What then, a cunt that's thing to say. His words, yeah. And, so, and then Warner Bros. <laughs> like, we're doing a DC movie. And they were just like, and I was like, we're doing a Joker movie. It's like, I guess we'll get the Hangover guy. That makes sense. And I've got an outward conspiracy theory. Okay. I love conspiracy. Like, i just come out with it right now. But I think it's, it's, I think it's The more I think about I'm, it, the more I, I think it's what? really good. I'm already invested and I believe whatever you're about and to say. And what's exciting is about the Loch Ness Monster nothing to do with Joker. <laughs> so let's just settle in. Joker, featuring Wack and Phoenix, mm-hmm. is actually... A biopic of Todd Phillips' life. <laughs> How he was actually thought he was really fucking funny at the start, and the more people shot on him and told him that everything he made was shit, yeah. he became really dark, and then by and which made Joker but with I Black made and Phoenix. Three that's, that's whole hangover on. movies. I don't understand why you don't like them anymore. You liked the it's first one, didn't you? Mike Tyson's in it. <laughs> Tyson's my- tattoos in it. Not on him. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a, a tiger. There's a tiger. Yeah, we've got an actual tiger. A monkey tiger. at some point too, right? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking a night in the museum. Audio boys. Robin Williams turns up. Robin Williams turns up. Robin Williams uh, goes for his stag do with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and Michelle McManus. What? And he Michelle passes McManus? out the, and he wakes up on the roof. F- Robin Williams. Michelle Pfeiffer, Michelle McManus, and... Why is Michelle McManus Michelle Williams all have to go and find Robin Williams because he went missing on his stag do. That's the film. That's the movie we were all talking about, Hangover 1. Michelle McManus? Michelle McManus, Michelle Williams, Is Michelle, Michelle McManus the, that Scottish singer who was in like Fame Academy or something? Yes. He used to work with her sister. You used to work with her sister? No, wow, we were in the 
the company of a celebrity. Wait, wait, where? where did you want? Where? Where? Her for a clothing company. Her sister worked at. And she was there. What, she was, was, what was the? Do you want to say the name, name of the clothing company? Her sister was called Kerry. She's what, really lovely. Or did you Kerry get fired? McManus. Kerry, yeah. If she's listening to this, hi. She's definitely there. <laughs> We're talking about you. Michelle McManus loves movie podcasts. So there you go. So that's that's the, that's my version of the Hangover. They, they, I the call only, it the, the three Michelles. The Hangover had the it had the sexy guy who's in the, who's the rocket the raccoon. That was Michelle Williams. Bradley yep. Cooper. Bradley Cooper. The, the fat one, Zach The fat one with the Michelle beard. McManus. So uh, Ed Helms? and then you had the short one. Ed I don't Helms? know who the big tall guy Michelle is. Michelle Pfeiffer. And then the guy from National Treasure who wasn't Nicholas Cage, yes, Robin Williams. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling the movie I made. So you're just doing like female Ghostbusters, but for the Hangover. It'll happen. It'll be Robin the same Williams, people. It'll be exactly Williams the same people who's in. Didn't they already position. do it though? Wasn't Tiffany Haddish in a movie that was like a Hindu that goes Scarlett Johansson crazy, or is it Scarlett Johansson? I, I literally. This that's so weird. You brought that up. I was uh, after the Joker. I was, We're interconnected. Well, I was looking know. at something and. Uh, that popped up and I went, oh, that's a, is that like Scully Hansen as like a bridesmaid? That's or like a bride to be. And I clicked on it and I went, I've never heard of this movie. And it came out in 2017. I, I thought I would have at some point it would have been on my radar or it would have been in my ethers. You know what I mean? Like somewhere, yeah. but no, I'd never heard of it. And then I looked into it and I was like, oh, that's just a hangover. For, ladies. From my, yeah. oh no. From it's, my memory. It's very, well, yeah, Spartan. Is it just the hangover? Ladies? I think you should watch it. It's called Rough Night. Rough, Rough Night. Night. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It's a, Rough Knight sounds like a, it's a, a Final Fantasy character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so things go terribly wrong for a group of girlfriends who hire a male stripper for a bachelor party in Miami because apparently the guy There's dies. There's an entire B plot where the groom is trying not to shit himself for like the entire movie. Basically, what they've just done Classic. is they've taken the scene where Danny DeVito's in Friends and made it into a film. <laughs> Does the stripper die? Do yeah, they do a Weekend at Bernie's? Yeah, the, the stripper it's dies. Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, have you not seen the trailer? Uh, no, I didn't, didn't see the, the trailer. trailer. No. The trailer was everywhere. Does at any point Scarlett Hansen wear like a leather bodysuit? No. Don't care. That's <laughs> all. Can't wait for that Black Widow movie. <laughs> I can wait for that. Oh, that's I mean, it's good. Yeah, another. I can wait movie. for actually probably everything that Marvel but, has planned. Yeah, I kind of feel the same actually. Apart like, from Blade, I can't wait for that. Like, get fucked. I'm buzzing for it all. Came out far from home. I have like, no they, they, problems admitting that. They gave us J.K. Simmons. I was happy, but since then I'm just kind of like. Then they showed us that massive slate of Comic Con. I just looked at it and I went, I don't care. No, I, what if J.K. Simmons? Oh, we've sold Spider Man. It's fine. Yeah. No, he's back. He's back. He's back. He's like he's nah. Marvel get to see him like every second weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, someone said something great, which is every post credit scene for MCU movies at this point should just be J. Jonah, J. Jonah Jameson just, talking about the film. Just, yeah, talking Doing about the film, just ripping into the you know they have a, a, an actual website. Yeah, I heard of someone sending this website where well, J. Jonah what Jameson I'm doing with my night. I just did a Gavin and pointed with the microphone. So. Like you dick are doing a Gavin yeah, there's actually, stand next time. there's actually a proper website sweet yeah. it's, it's, they've done it up like a like a, I love know, that. a news rag but have you seen the whole main thing about Joker to get back to where we were it was J. Jonah Jameson talking about it on the <laughs> yeah, on the Daily yeah, Bugle on website the <laughs> uh, as they've just been comparing it to I think what this time last year Venom came out yeah and it's just been like constantly like Joker is better than Venom. It's like a fucking completely different it's film. It's a different also, movie. Also, I not would hard. hope so. Because <laughs> you, you can't get much worse than Venom. Yeah. Like, yeah, Tom, Tom Hardy played Tom Hardy in that film. Yeah, Tom Hardy couldn't even save that film. I'm surprised he didn't do the weird Jewish American accent that he does between both Peaky Blinders and the film where he plays the craze. <laughs> he does the same accent for Reggie or Ronnie Cray and the Jewish guy in Peaky Blinders. Well, he's, he's also uh, Inception, right? He probably does that same that accent. Weird fake, it's that weird fake it's kind the, of English. It's also, the, it's also the accent they dub over in Autotune for Bane. See, he does the same one. We've spoken about this before. It was just like Tom Hardy signs on for a movie and it comes to the contract and it's like the line is I get to do whatever voice I want from it. And they're just like, but what voice are you going to do, Tom? He's like, well, I'll decide when I show up to set. He's like, my name's Tom Hardy and I'm going to do this voice. He's like, no, Tom, you're supposed to be playing a serial killer. You can't just like, like I love Tom Hardy he's really great but there's so many things he's like well, like, why do you sound like you have a fucking blocked nose <laughs> like he sounds like he's such, such a bad cold he's like oh Tommy I'm just uh, 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 just uh, all the money we've lost it. Hey, like, shut up shut it's, up it's the quick Bane impression just hold your nose closed <laughs> that's why you're like like with Chris Nolan he's just spending more time covering his face and taking his voice away he's like I don't want to hear you anymore or and I can't hear you anyway because it's just just noise in my the ears the first time I see uh, the Dark Knight Rises I straight up walked out when I could not understand a single word Bane said and everyone was going oh it was so good wasn't it I, mean, I 
I have no idea what half of his lines were. I, so I feel it's such a muffled fucking Christopher Nolan Bowers. <laughs> Tom Tom Hardy said that he uh, wait Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Rises. Rises. Yeah, he m- modeled the voice on old timey boxers from like the forties <coughs> and fifties, like Bronson. Oh, Bronson, who <laughs> you already played and didn't do the voice for. <laughs> <laughs> he basically went shit. This is the voice you done for Bronson. I'll do it in Bane. Yeah, like, Bane, okay. Bronson, whatever. Yeah, it's really yeah. funny because in Bronson he sounds like a, a Russian hit man who gets sent to Arkham Asylum. <laughs> that's a good movie. That's, yeah. that's good. a lot of Tom Hardy penis. What What's the next Batman villain you want to see an origin for? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze. Fuck yes! <laughs> I'm like googling cold puns. <laughs> yes, Jesus. Danny DeVito's Penguin. Nope. Nope. We got that. Actually, you didn't we? Uh, and yeah, the, the Gotham thing. The uh, Penguin. Oh yeah, they did Penguin. He's, and not, he's the main character, right? Oh, Oswald Cobblepot. Yeah. yeah. Oswald Cobblepot. As we're going to call him, Oscar Cape Crusader. Wimbledon tennis match. No, that's Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> no, Benedict Cumberbatch has begun with B and C. No, it doesn't. Like, uh, I just said Wimbledon no, Tennis Match. Bermuda cu- Cucumber. You know what I'm talking his about. His name is Wimbledon Tennis Match. Wimbledon Tennis Match. In, uh, the, new, in the Robert Pattinson Batman, uh, Jonah Hill has been cast as Penguin. Oh, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm 100%. I'm actually really excited for Robert Pattinson's Batman. I want that, Todd Phillips to direct it the same as way he did Starkeen Hutch. <laughs> Get Snoop Dogg back in. Yes. Jonah Hill as the Penguin. Yeah. Because I can't picture Jonah Hill doing anything was, other than the same thing he's been doing for the last 20 years now well he's taken on the Leonardo DiCaprio skill of acting which is he just shouts his lines that's that's it nobody what serious roles has Jonah Hill done Wolf of Wall Street that's not a serious role not a serious role <laughs> no. he's, the, he's the comic relief in that movie he did one Maniac yeah. What the fuck is Maniac? It's on Netflix with Emma Stone. Oh, Elijah oh, Wood. I, I never watched that. Oh no, wait, the, no, the TV show. You're thinking yeah. of Elijah Wood, but that's Jonah Hill. Money- <laughs> Moneyball. He's pretty serious in that. I don't even think I've seen Moneyball. Serious what? in uh, War Dogs. I never saw War Dogs. My favorite Jonah Hill. It's really bad. <laughs> My favorite Jonah Hill films are Click and The Four Year Old Virgin. I would highly recommend. My favorite Jonah Hill films are In Bruges. And suddenly, <laughs> yeah, no, my films are like which Jonah Hill does not feature. <laughs> <laughs> True story and Moneyball. Those are the two. I would highly recommend. I love the people bit when he Moneyball. gets a uh, period on his leg and super bad. I don't, I don't like anything about Jonah Hill. The, uh, apart from uh, his new film, which is really good. I, don't like I was uh, reading about Chekhov's gun the other day. Mm-hmm. Just as a final, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like we've come very far away from Joker, but I mean, I can bring us back. I've I was got, reading about Chekhov's gun, point. and uh, in Bruges is. is like a masterclass in Chekhov's gun. Yeah. Because I, I read it in an article, somebody said, oh, the Chekhov's gun in... Blah, 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 Do you want to explain else. Chekhov's gun for people? Sorry, yeah. Chekhov's gun Find is... Find out yourselves. <laughs> Do what I did. Go to Wikipedia Google if it's it. still up. You Might fucking not be. lazy And also fucks. give them money. Or don't. I don't care. Um, yeah, Chekhov's gun is the, is the literary and media device where if you spend any time on something or draw any kind of attention to it in a play or a film or a TV show, it should come into play later on in that media so I, if you if at the beginning Chekhov's of your movie fireplace is Chekhov's gun yeah if, if you come in and it's there's a gun above a fireplace and the camera lingers on it for a second or somebody even mentions it oh that's a nice gun that gun should be used to kill something also just so everyone's clear this isn't Pavel Chekhov from Star Trek uh, we're talking about he doesn't have Nobody a fireplace that. with a gun above not it. a single person someone might no have been that. just someone anyone shout out what episodes of piece? Star Trek the original series can I watch or yeah the original series where Welshy makes an appearance any episode ever, because but it's Scotty, not Welshy. No, I want Welshy. He doesn't exist. It's Scotty. He does. Welshy, the big fat guy. Where's no, the that's Scotty red top? Nope, it's Welshy. Welshy doesn't exist. It's Scotty. No, I watched the Futurama episode. I don't like Welshy you. makes an appearance. Go back to eating scrannies, you fucking scrambies. Go oh, scrambies. I don't scrambies. care. Scrannies, scrannies, scrannies. scrannies. <laughs> Go and eat some grannies. So uh, yeah, bring us back to Joker one last time. Because I feel Things like Gavin's not good at. We're coming to what? joking. <laughs> we're coming to an end. I feel on the Joker. Uh, I after feel like I'm done with it. <laughs> see the more like now, see I've sat and like this like I've tried not to talk about it because I knew I was coming here. Mm. And the more I've thought about it, I don't care. Yeah, it's kind of like this movie. Boring. It's Who like cares? it's a movie that we watched. Uh, we talked about it afterwards when we went for pints for a wee bit. But after that, we weren't like. 
Yeah, we didn't talk about it for a long time. Yeah, because we, for context, we're recording this on the Monday. You and I saw it on the Friday. And I seen it yesterday. And you saw it. Yeah, yes. I seen it yesterday, and I have nothing to say about it anymore. I, I I'm done. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like, like the comic book elements as a movie. It's Taxi Driver, or it wants to be Taxi no, Driver. Well, see that's it. That's my review. Halle Berry was really, really, really good and did a great performance in Catwoman. Mm-hmm. That would be the same as this Joker film. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> it was written shit. Yep. Set pretty badly. Other characters, I mean, apart from the main character, were terrible. Cinema- but the lead actress held the whole thing. The cinematography and the blocking was. Really great. You're still talking about Catwoman, right? Oh, no. <laughs> no, yeah. The cinematography <laughs> was really great in Joker. Yeah. But I don't think the cinematography was particularly great. I think it was just... It was just an, it was just an advance. I think it just did the, the classic, hey, you want to make your film look gritty and real? Yeah, uh, they also fucked it, making it look like it was set in the 70s, though. I was like, oh, your cars are 70s, but this film looks like it was filmed today. Yeah. I mean, I, after watching Joker, watched... Uh, Martin Scorsese is the kind of king of comedy, mm-hmm. which is a massive influence to Joker, clearly. And I watched Taxi Driver earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my recommendation would be go watch an actual filmmaker who, well, a once great filmmaker who made two great films and yeah, then you've got Joker. Yeah, just go watch Taxi just watch, Driver. Watch Taxi Driver and watch King of Comedy and imagine that's the, because it's Robert De Niro, that's the same character. That's your Joker movie. That's my recommendation. Then watch Joker. See that Robert De Niro's character from Taxi Driver and King of Comedy, King of Comedy has become a talk show host. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the funny head. thing is, like, if you watch King of Comedy, the, the progression of that character is what Robert De Niro's character <laughs> would become in Joker, which is kind of cool. And obviously, like, the colour scheme of the talk show is very much like King of Comedy. But yeah. Can't wait for, like, fucking Asa Bartfield's breakthrough film when he shoots Whacking Phoenix's <laughs> talk show host in so, yeah, go watch King of Comedy and Taxi Driver. All Hill, Wacken Phoenix, though. He yeah, Wacken so Phoenix, class, yeah. So Wacken Phoenix. <laughs> the main thing about that, I think, the last thing I saw him in, where he was also really good, was uh, You Were Never Really Here, the Lynn Ramsey film. Yeah. yeah. And he was a fucking tank in that. Yeah. And, like, to go from He's watching him as such a big power presence to being this weak, literal skin and bones, yeah. like, heroin chic looking guy. Yeah. In fact, that's, even, that's an even better recommendation. Go watch You're Never Really Here. That's a better Joker movie. Yeah, I'm with you on that. He does darker shit in that to become the Joker than he does in yeah, that. Yeah, he goes through some real fucked up shit it's, in that. It's, I feel like we're being light on the fact he kills his own mum, but other than that... Yeah, but that's because that, then, that, that, that scene mom. just comes out of no... Like, it just isn't a... Uh, also, we I, were, my, my, sorry, my, my, the one criticism I have, though, of Wacom Phoenix's character oh, in Joker... I was going to say the one... Oh, oh the, only, the one criticism of the movie. Now, the one criticism I do have is his meek, smiling... Like trying to be nice to people at the beginning felt so uh, caricaturesque. Uh, what are you called? Caricatures? Fake as fuck. Yeah, it's forced. It, disingenuous. I know it, I, yeah, I think forced is the one because it's, oh, it's, it's kind of made to, me look really. It's electorate. kind of meant to be disingenuous. It's meant to be like fake the, as fuck because it's but not the Red him. Hood but kind of character was very much a uh, you know a do anything for attention kind of. Do you, can know, you beat out names in this? It, I think that was it. It's yeah, it's very much a kind of uh, oh, yeah, like, like would do anything for fucking like somebody's attention and love. Like literally yeah. wank off your dog just for you to fucking laugh. So at when, him. Like, when you hear this, uh, <laughs> you'll never hear this. I'm gonna say one more time. That's four sets of bleeps. He said his name wrong. I which love how you say his name. <laughs> All of these getting bleeped out. Uh, and <laughs> I'm just excited. That someone, someone, someone may listen to this and be like, "Wait, is that me?" He's definitely not going to listen to this. Yeah, yeah, but he also just be happy that we're talking about him. <laughs> he wins in the end. Do you ever, I was thinking about that earlier, me doing that action. I did a, a wanking action. Wanking hand. For classic classic schoolboy. Heck, um, how hard do you reckon Todd Phillips was when someone phoned him and told him that Robert De Niro had agreed to do this film? <laughs> I mean, originally Martin Scorsese was executive producer, maybe going to direct, and then he just stepped fully away. And then Todd Phillips went, okay, then I'll just copy two of your films then yeah I'll just do what you did right it can't be that hard Todd Phillips is basically just going in and be like oh god you know he's sitting in like a room with Mark Scorsese and Mark Scorsese is like so what's what's your thoughts on what the film's gonna be like today <laughs> that's a good Mark Scorsese and, and Todd Phillips is basically like, yeah you know Hangover 4 here we come <laughs> <laughs> and Mark Scorsese is like shit I gotta get the hell out of here oh, and he leaves he's like oh, I'm gonna copy your films bitch fuck I, you I've never heard Todd Phillips speak which is why I did an impression of Todd Phillips <laughs> Uh, also, for, just for context, he sounds like uh, oh, Venom and Eddie Brock. That's what I. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got two voices. They talk to each other. One's a man's voice, and the other one's a hissing alien. He died. You should really fuck up this film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and 
what is going to make Todd Phillips happy and what's going to make Warner Bros. happy? I don't have the production budget, but so far over the weekend, this film's made $245 million and it's going to probably continue to make more money. Hey, you yeah, I fucking I told you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Todd. So, uh, I told you we should have got that Johnny Cash guy. <laughs> we, we can shit on Todd Phillips as much as we want. He's made a shit ton of He's money. He's made a shit ton of money. However, like, on the final final thing I'm going to say about this, and I'm, I think I'm, I'm spent, uh, I know... We talked about Rotten Tomatoes before, but oh, I remember God. seeing before the film had released, and I know we kind of touched in with the cans thing. Before the film released, the reviews were sitting at, uh, I don't know, like IMDb had it up at 9.1. Rotten Tomatoes were sitting at 98%. Jesus. Or like almost a perfect movie. Yeah, they dropped into low 60s. It's down to the low 60s I think it's now. Only up to low because 70s people have actually seen it and are going on and going, I yeah. don't understand. So I have a really, really high res photo of Whacking Phoenix in makeup with loads of five stars and five word reviews around it will make people on IMDb like, this must be the shit. It's going to be. A masterpiece. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it's it's so funny that Wacken Phoenix might well probably will get nominated for best actor out of this movie. Does everything so I feel? I, I, is he I, in time? Straight up. Hmm? Is he in time? Yeah. Yeah, he is in time. It's October. No, the film in time. He's not. No, is he like? Is he like? With in, Justin in Timberlake. Just with Justin of- Timberlake, Olivia Wilde, and Amanda Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried. No, he's, he, Wacken Phoenix isn't in that man. As in, <laughs> as in that, that's time, your point. But it's moving on. Of, <laughs> done. The time frame of being in Oscar related, yeah, he is. But I think my only one of my huge things is why the fuck didn't they make this with Wacken Phoenix like ten years ago? He's too old. Why didn't Martin Scorsese direct that? Well, fact, I don't know if I want him because he's not good anymore. Well, so. yeah, was it? I think Martin Scorsese would just have Batman shooting people so much. <laughs> Dave and Hannah were both like, oh yeah, because the Joker's the same age as Batman, so that's strange. Now I kind of had to go, no, no, the Joker's, fam- not famously, but he is like 10, 15, 20 years older than Batman. But the timescale of this movie where he's, what, 30 years old? That means, yeah, that means the Joker's going to be... Like how old 60. is Joaquin Phoenix? 50? I mean, like, if you... if you, 45? No, I, I'd say they were aiming to make him high 30s, like 40-ish. Yeah. However, Batman's eight, which means by the time Batman is in his prime at, what, 30? 32? Batman must have had, like, football retirement. Like, footballer <laughs> retirement. He must yeah. be retiring, like, 32. Yeah. He's fucked, man. But but his, like, Joker's an old man at that point. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait for... The, oh, the Joker's better, mate. And Alfred's like, fucking get a grip, man. He's the same about? age as me. I sneezed and he fell over the last night. <laughs> I can't wait for... Like, in a couple of years when we were watching the Robert Pattinson Batman, and then there's just, like, you hear that laugh, and then Joaquin Phoenix comes in on a mobility scooter, and he's like... <laughs> It's like, well, this isn't very. He just pushes him over and just walks away. It's just like, okay, done. Like, you're not threatening at all. No. Well, that was. Yeah, like, I reckon. I reckon. Whacking, by the time Robert Pattinson's Batman and Whacking Phoenix's Joker are already like drinking John Smith's, like yeah, he's, he's like, old as fuck. It's like, oh, how do I find the Joker? It's like, well, he's on the number twenty-two because he's got his bus pass and he uses that to get in and out of the city. It's just like. But, uh, but that's the main headline. Gotham has cancelled all his bus passes. Gotham City is so bad. Oh my god. The Joker has become even worse because he lost his bus pass. Life is hard on the Joker. We should so, have stopped this 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this podcast. Final, Please God final thoughts. I was going to... I'm going to point... Uh, shite? Uh, I think the film was shite. I think Black and Fiends was really good. Shite? Uh, I'm going to echo those points. Whacking Phoenix fucking makes this film uh, and without him it's just not really anything worth talking about audio boy have you seen the movie i have shite uh, <laughs> it's okay it's i feel like it's not you could have just made that noise into the bike <laughs> that yeah, been yeah. it's not shite enough to be shite but it's not good enough to be like no it's not it's just it's nothing it's pretty nothing yeah, yeah. It, it's like when you meet someone and you don't like them but you don't hate them you just you just don't Oh my god, acknowledge. I was going to say, are we talking about me? <laughs> Can we just acknowledge you're talking about me so it's easier for everyone? Wait, I thought you were Phil. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, are you not Gary? No. Who the fuck am I? <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. That has been our meandering review of a good review, I feel. Joker. We had some yeah. good discussions. It's definitely meandering. There we was a man back Easter egg in the, the film. How do I know this? Because Ryan points out to me. I haven't double checked that. There was a man bat? I think there was a man bat Easter egg. But there I ain't remember. no man bat Easter egg. Um, there ain't I'm no sure. man bat Easter egg. <laughs> Why nah. did you say it? Mars Corsese, sir, guys. I'm pretty sure um, Robert De Niro introduces an animal expert onto the show. And I can't remember if he said Kurt Langman back. Yeah, maybe. I think it was. Then it's man bat. That is man bat, yeah. yeah. Oh. I mean, maybe. Do some ASMR. I have no, uh, I got, I got nothing to back up that at all. Me neither. And 
I actually wasn't going to mention it because I wasn't sure, but then Gavin, you know, dropped me right in that. So, so if you know you're in the corner. Yeah, music is still life. <laughs> I knew you were going to do something like that. <laughs> what an episode. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for me. I've been Gary. Uh, we've had on the right of me. The bane of your existence. Yep. And the joker to my left. Gavin. Right, that was Gavin. Here I am. <laughs> nope, you're in front of me. Joker to my left. Um, I'm Philip. And in front of me. Ryan. Stuck in a metal with you. <laughs> we don't have the rights for that. Okay. <laughs> it's not parody. Yeah, quit, sure. it, quit it, quit it. No one who listens is going to think that was the song. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Uh, as always, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching for the Meandering Movie Podcast. You can get us via email if you send us one of them. Uh, the Meandering Movie Podcast at gmail.com. Correct. Any emails, Gavin? Nope. Not a single one. Well, we've got bills for all the stuff I pay for. Bills. And a tumbleweed that blows through once every <laughs> yes. once a day when you open it up. Uh, send us an email, you fucks. We <laughs> want to. I kind of want to. We want to talk to you. We want to communicate with you. All twelve of you. Um, That's generous. You can get us on Twitter at the at Meandering Pod. Aye. And if you're on iTunes, you can jump down the descriptions. A whole bunch of links. Uh, show notes. Leave. We got leave so a much in there. Leave topic suggestions. We were running out, but then recently I've just been fucking... You've been popping off. I've been popping them out. Been like popping like, off. No, I'm, I'm good at this. You guys just wait for more films to come out, right? No, it's, it's much more it's, than it's that. It's the easy option, but we like to make things difficult for ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and of course, uh, Ryan, would you like to... Plug, you got anything to plug, plug for your, your goodness, your, your photography. You do a music, such. you do a photo, you do a gaming, you have a product that you were paid to be here for. Let us know. Right none now, of, none of those any things. dietary milks that you're drinking that are working for you? Or? I don't drink milk. Oh, okay. Do yeah. you have a food replacement that you'd like to recommend, such as Huel or Soylent? Nope. <laughs> your porn? <laughs> <laughs> nope. What's what is your Pornhub handle? Hmm. It is a all all the names that Gavin has on this podcast. It changes weekly. <laughs> <laughs> when Gavin comes up with a new name, that's my Pornhub handle. And I'm going to struggle through the fucking week with the Pornhub handle, the bane of your life. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, he's making my life so... Di- I used to make... Like, when he was Big Daddy Gav, I was getting so many views. And now he's the People bane of it. your life. <laughs> Nobody fucking, wants to I'm gonna be. That. I'm not eating this month. He was the white sauce maker. <laughs> the white sauce maker was actually surprisingly popular. <laughs> what about trench food? <laughs> trench food got some weird, weird... Bringing in the sailor crowd. Thailand hits. Davina McCall, that was one. Gavina Got the McCall. Scottish numbers. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening. That is it from us. Um, we'll the meandering movie boop, beep boop up. What? I'll see you next week. Bye. Music is life. <laughs> it's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you lend an ear